morning from the team here at 1.37 p.m. This is 7.31 a.m. Let's get the day going. I'm going down. Today is a very special day. It is Mary J. Blige's birthday. I got Bo laughing already with the Mary J. Blige track, which is what I was looking to do. I feel like this is kind of a slept on song of hers because uh, it's actually not her song originally. It's a Rose Royce song, Motown song. It's a hit, but if you haven't heard it, my favorite Mary J. Blige song, it's also featured in a Supreme video from a few years ago in a very, very sick way where it really explodes during an explosive moment. So if you haven't heard I'm Going Down by Mary J. Blige, check it out because today is her birthday. Uh, Bo, you got something to say about it, dude? I see you over there. Yeah, you know, I'm going to peel back the curtain for our audience a little bit on this one and say, you know, we were discussing birthdays, we were discussing anniversaries, and Mary J. Blige was one of the options. We're like, well, of course, how could we not go with the queen herself? You mentioned the possibility of you singing a lyric or two. I wasn't necessarily expecting it to be the opening line of the podcast. I was expecting to be like, oh, hey, 1.37 p.m. family. Happy Tuesday. No, no. You just kind of you just kind of sent that thing. Yes, sir. All right, Bo, what else is going on today? (laughs) We will start today's episode over in entertainment. Entertainment. Charlie, this is one of the probably more exciting stories of the year, but a lot of people have been really excited about Kanye West's Netflix documentary, which we got the name of, and it's Gene Yes, which is just so Kanye. Like, so Kanye that it hurts. He's calling it Gene Yes, a Kanye trilogy, and we've, we've known about this for a few months, but now we have an official release date, February 16th. It will be uh, over the course of three parts, And knowing Kanye, it's going to be big and it's going to be the best and it's going to be over the top because that's what Kanye does. The film was directed by Clarence Cootie Simmons and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, but Shike Oza, who also directed music videos for Kanye's classic songs Through the Wire, Two Words, and the third iteration of Jesus Walks. Charlie, love him, hate him, Kanye, I'll be watching. You can believe that. I'll, of course, be watching. I got to tune in. I mean, I feel like love him, hate him, he is enigmatic and we want to learn more about him, you know, so of course we're going to have to watch. Charlie, what's going on over with uh, more Netflix news? Yes, sir. So this news isn't 100% confirmed, but there's so many details around it already that I I feel pretty confident that it's going to come to fruition. But it seems as though Netflix is making a Scott Pilgrim anime. If you're not familiar with Scott Pilgrim, it's a series of graphic novels about this young man who I can't remember the details of how it begins, but he falls in love with this girl who's recently going through a breakup. And in order to win her heart, he has to fight her seven evil exes. Um, And then it was turned into an Edgar Wright movie, which was a box office bomb when it came out, despite good reviews. But it has since become an absolute cult classic movie. It's a great movie, really fun. Uh, movie with great music and an all-star cast. Chris Evans is in it in a in like a pretty small part, but I love and Jason Schwartzman and then of course um, Michael Sarah as the eponymous role. It's a great movie, definitely worth checking out. But so now it sounds like they're going to turn it into an anime series as an homage to its graphic novel roots. So Netflix and UCP, which is the division of Universal Studio Group that created the Umbrella Academy, are developing an anime version of the beloved IP with help from the novel's OG artist creator, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, who penned the original graphic novel series, and then also executive producer Ben David Grabinski. 
And so if the production moves forward, the anime house Science Saru will provide the animation for the show. And then Edgar Wright, who wrote and directed the original movie, is also set to executive produce the new series. No details about release or production or anything yet, but this is just something to get excited about. And over in gaming. Gaming. So I'm not the biggest gamer in the world per se, but this news definitely, definitely caught my eye. Take-Two Interactive is acquiring Zynga, video game publisher Take-Two Interactive, which most of you probably know as the gaming entity that does Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto, which is obviously just like one of the greatest games of the last 20 years. The studio is Zynga, and they are being acquired by Take-Two Interactive. Take-Two spared no expense trying to get its hand on Zynga as the publisher shelled out $12.7 billion to buy all of Zynga's outstanding shares. The press release included a quote by stating, this acquisition unifies highly complementary businesses, including Take-Two's best in-class portfolio of console and PC games and Zynga's industry-leading mobile franchises. I don't know necessarily what the expectation is here in the future, but this is a major merger between two conglomerates in the video game world. Charlie, do you play any uh, Grand Theft Auto or are you a mobile game player? Well, it's funny you ask, Bo. I think I fall into both categories. I've played some Rockstar games and I've played a good amount of Zynga games as well. So I, I think... Yeah, seems like a good acquisition. I think that it will be fruitful for both brands, but we'll have to wait and see. Hopping into NFTs. NFTs. I was really excited about this piece of news. So the Associated Press, AP, is set to launch its own NFT platform to support the photojournalists that run under their umbrella. Um, So if you've been following NFTs, you know that a lot of people think that NFT photography is next up because it's a really great use case of NFT tech. You can support photographers and it's a really easily documentable way of uh, documenting transactions, people buying and selling photos. Um, So now AP is launching their own NFT platform chock full of photos from their award-winning roster of photo journalists. The marketplace is set to launch on January 31st and it'll be run on Polygon, which is a sidechain scaling solution for Ethereum. Um, They're using Polygon because it uses less energy than ETH and it than the ETH mainnet and it delivers cheaper transactions. So that's why a lot of big corporations and, and people getting into the space have been leaning towards Polygon instead of the ETH mainnet. I, I don't think they've set the, the basis of the frequency, but they're, they'll be doing them over the course of a few weeks. It will include selections of a wide array of different photos, including all of sort of AP's focuses, war, climate, um, even photos from space and things like that, including some Pulitzer Prize winning photos as well. Also, something about this that I thought was really cool is that each photo will come with detailed metadata. And in the metadata, you'll be able to read about the time and place where the photo was taken and also the equipment and the settings that were used to capture the photo. Additionally, the marketplace is going to accept both crypto and credit card fiat payments. Um, and then it will also support a secondary marketplace as well for secondary sales. So I think this is just a nice way for Associated Press to support their photojournalists and allow them to monetize their already very famous photos. And NFT photography is going to be a big topic throughout 2022. So uh, this is an exciting move. Bo, what about sports? Sports. The Georgia Bulldogs are your national champions for the 2021-2022 college football season. It was a kind of boring first half with a score of 9-6, to six, but then in the second half, the floodgates opened and everyone got the action that they were looking for, the offense that we all wanted to see. It was a great matchup between two great coaches, Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. 
Ultimately though, Kirby Smart, the former assistant coach to Nick Saban, gets his first national championship. It's the first national championship for Georgia as a program since the Herschel Walker days. So massive game, great game of college sports, a great day for college football, and a great day for sports fans as a whole. I know a lot of people place some money on Alabama in this one. Alabama came in as the underdog but Georgia is your new national champions. That is it for today's episode. For more details on these stories and more, head to 137pm.com or follow 137pm on all of our social media platforms. Please be sure to hop into our Discord so we can chat with you. You can tell us what you want us to talk about and you can engage with our community. We will be back tomorrow, per usual. And as always, please remember to stay curious. Stay curious.